Hi, Phil DeBella, Flashcast by PDB. I'm asking you to send me some questions around parenting when you have money. It's something that I've been asked a lot about. How do you parent? Is your parenting style different when you've been successful and done well, especially when you have money? How do you parent with your children? I'd love to hear some questions from yourself around this topic and also some ideas. Remember, these flashcasts are all about being interactive. They're all about you. I'm just simply sharing my point of view and my experience. So flashcast by PDB. If you haven't subscribed, please get on board where we talk about all things personal, professional and family and how they interlinked and work in harmony together. Hi, Phil DeBella here, Flashcast by PDB. Um, get on board and subscribe and share with your friends. We're um, in the spirit of all things coffee this week as we're at the Golden Bean uh, in Port Macquarie, largest competition in the world, and it's the Australian-New Zealand um, competition. It's uh, celebrating all things coffee and some of the best roasters, of course, in the country will come out with some great awards. I have Fiona Smart from Cafe Lab with me. Welcome, Fiona. Hi, Philip. And I want to talk to you about all things coffee. We've been uh, working together on different formats for the last 15 years and you're someone that I admire in the industry that's done some great stuff on all levels from owning cafe. Of course, you're one of the most passionate people in coffee. I know that has most of the time been a good thing, but sometimes <laughs> um, you've um, annoyed the shit out of me. But when you've annoyed the shit out of me, you've helped me become better at it. So uh, um, coffee, that is. Um, so um, I thank you. But um, let's talk about, tell me, what what really, what when I say coffee, what does it mean to you, Fiona? Well, how does it make you feel? Uh, coffee is ritual to me. Coffee is something that takes me back to my childhood and there's a lot of experiences around coffee. As uh, a young child, my Oma, my Ormi, uh, pouring black coffee, adding cream to it in a German traditional way. As a young woman drinking espressos in the, I'm not going to say what decade that was, um, but with, alongside the, you know, the, the first immigrants of Australia and uh, it was a rich, it's all rich memories. So for me, coffee means experience. Of course, I, you know, I love good coffee, what I term good coffee, but for me, when you say coffee, it's all about experience. How do you drink your coffee, Fiona? I drink it different ways at different times. So I will have a double shot soy latte to start and then I will drink espressos, long blacks and occasionally a cold brew. But yeah, espressos and Lattes. That's good. So you're you're a you know you're not one of these traditionalists says oh only espresso and all the rest of it. Of course, in our industry, you've got to be able to drink coffee in all different formats to be able to form opinions and the rest of it. Okay. So tell me, what's the craziest coffee order you've ever heard? You've had a lot of experience over the years in owning cafes and working in them. What's the craziest order you've ever heard that comes to mind? Do you know what? I don't, it's you know what it is for me is that people would come in and I would take this as my personal challenge. You know, there's a lot of coffee people that, uh, cafes that don't serve decaf or they don't do this or don't do that. So someone could come in and would come in and say, I'll have an extra hot, half decaf, half that blend, uh, half skim, half soy latte with no froth and in a cup, for example. And, you know, a lot of people would just be like, and of course, inside you may be rolling your eyes, but that would be my personal challenge to write. I'm going to make them that coffee and it's going to be amazing because if I don't make that coffee awesome, then they're going to go down the road to some other place and give them the same order. So I want that customer to come back to me. So I would just, that's that's the craziest order. And you hear them all the time, not quite that extreme, <laughs> but just 
give the customer what they want. Yeah, it is. Um, and that's something I talk about. You've got to be customer focused, unfortunately or fortunately. Um, it's all about the customer. And if you don't have a customer, you don't have a business. So it's um, there's a good tip in there. But um, tell me all these different stuff that people talk about in coffee and and, and we won't get into it because they're 10-minute podcasts, mm. uh, flashcasts, not uh, two hours. And we could talk about different stuff in the industry. Uh, but I want to really hone in on um, one thing, which is the future of coffee. And, um, and specifically, uh, when we talk about how people will drink their coffee in the future, where, what, what's some of your insights? What do you think is going to happen in the future of coffee drinking? Uh, yeah, it's interesting because obviously there's a, there's a run out of automated coffee. And of course, you've got the base level of 7-Eleven, but I've seen some other, you know, new models coming out, not personally, but, you know, coffee is, is changing and it's becoming, a, can be robotic. I personally think that the cafe is, is a space where it, it will always be a space where people come together and it's about community. And I think as we, as social media, as as I believe that, that humans become more disconnected from each other because of, you know, these digital tools that we have, uh, that there will we will continue to need spaces to go to share experiences. So I think the future of coffee, and I, I don't know, I mean, I, I, I would uh, potentially say that fourth wave coffee may be around automation and robotics, but I hope that it is a further, you know, it's an advance towards connection. Yeah. Look, I agree with you. I think um, I love innovation. I love evolution. I don't like things standing still, uh, but I also believe in um, in emotional engagement and human interaction. And I believe, um, you know, Starbucks went down the road many years ago, putting automated equipment in, they were leading the way in it. And then they ended up ripping it out um, in a lot of stores. No, um, you know, understanding that where they had their barista actually engaging with the staff, that's where they got the better levels. Um, and that's your ability to sell and, and upsell and all the rest of it. Look, I think, um, and I've seen it in the world of food, where espresso, bar, um, espresso bars became cafes, cafes became restaurants, restaurants became fine dining. Um, and now what you're seeing is the cafe that used to serve all types of food, people have gone back to eating what I call specialty retailing. If you want Chinese, you go to Chinese. You want Japanese, mm. you go to Japanese. You want pizza, you go to a pizza place. Um, and I think coffee is going to be exactly the same. Uh, we're going to go back where there, at the moment there's coffee available everywhere, hairdressers, clothing stores, you know, you name it, everyone's got an espresso machine. Yeah. Um, I believe that the future is going to go back to specialty retailing where you, it's all about community. It's all about knowing the barista, the human engagement. Um, yeah, they might have tools to make things better or not. That's arguable, and I'll get onto that in a minute um, after an interesting conversation with one of the country's best baristas the other day. But um, to me, it's going to come back to what personally engages and what gives people that feeling of warmth and security that's in a coffee. Yeah, and I think if I just say that that's around nicheifying, like things are everywhere. It's, it's about knowing your niche, and I think that that just furthers your point is, you know, you need to know what it is, who you're serving and just own that niche. You know, don't try and be all things to everyone because you're just going to get lost. Yeah. And um, so let's get back to that barista. So one of the baristas I admire the most, Mr. Rayhan East, um, you know, when it ranked in the top 10 baristas in the country, we had an interesting conversation the other day um, and I looked at his workbench and I um, see every tool known to man sitting on that bench. And I said, Ray, I don't want to be an arrogant prick, but do you think you can honestly make a better cup of coffee than me? If using all those tools? And his answer was no. Um, and that wasn't a battle of, you know, who's, who's, who's got the biggest ego. That was simply put that we've got so many more tools now to make coffee, yet 
all it's done is slow down the process. Yeah. Is that it not doesn't necessarily give you a better cup at the end. And some are going to argue that I'm wrong and I'm happy to, um, you know, for them to have that opinion, but I haven't been proven wrong yet because um, somebody using all these equipments, and we're talking about someone here who's one of the top 10 baristas in the country, uh, we went head to head and made a coffee and no one could pick who made which coffee. Um, so the lesson out of that is let's not complicate our lives and get caught up in the hoo-ha and the fanfare unless it's actually going to deliver a better product to the customer. The customer, when you walk into a cafe, does not want to wait 15 minutes for a coffee. Would I be right in saying that? Totally, yeah. You know, yet we've got all these tools known to man that's supposed to make our coffee better. Well, if the customer can't pick up that that coffee is better, then you've just wasted their time or and or you've added costs to actually making that coffee because of the labour. So it's just an interesting observation and um, something that we see in the industry a lot with all this new equipment coming out where they're pushing, are we in third wave, fourth wave, fifth wave um, in this in this whole foreseeable. And that's what I love about your opinion at the beginning or your insights, Fiona, is that coffee is about community. Coffee is about heritage. Coffee is about emotional engagement. It's about, you know, owning that little piece of what it represents to you. Mm. And coffee is different to different people. It has a different meaning. Yeah. Um, and if I could add to that, uh, I get, often get asked in my work, who's your, what's your favourite coffee brand? And I actually can't say, I don't think I do have a favourite coffee brand because I really believe that, you know, it's down to the intention of the barista. Of course, you know, the equipment and all of these things have got to be in place as well. But if that barista doesn't want to make you a good cup of coffee, you're not going to get a good cup of coffee. Yeah, so I think agreed. intent is really important. Agreed. Now, in closing, um, let's give you a bit of a plug. You deserve it. You're in the middle of writing a book called The Busiest Cafe on the Block. Um, I'm personally excited about this. When can we expect it to come out? It'll be out sometime early to mid next year. Fantastic. So Busiest Cafe on the Block. It's going to be um, a great read. There's some great stuff happening in that um, in that book. And, of course, Fiona um, is one of the most respected cafe owners and now consultants in Australia through Cafe Lab. Um, she's got a long-time history in the industry, um, and I'm sure there'll be some uh, pretty exciting um, nuggets in that, but there'll also be some stories or two, I believe, right? Uh, there's, well, of course, there's always a story or two when it comes to hospitality. Fantastic. So you guys have been listening to Fiona Smart from Cafe Lab and Phil DeBella from Flashcast by PDB. Get on there and rate it. Let us know what you think. Send us in your questions. Be the best you can be. Until next time, see you later.